이날 종하는 내 뒷모습이 사라질 때까지 서 있었을까? 뒤돌아보고 싶었지만 돌아보지 않았다. 뒤돌아 눈 맞춰야 했었다. 우리의 시작을 좀더 깊게 담아뒀어야 했다. 그때는 우리가 이렇게까지 될줄 몰랐다. I wonder if Jonga stood there until she could no longer see me. I wanted to turn around, but didn't. I should have to lock eyes with her. I should have held on to our beginning a little longer. At that time, I didn't know we'd end up like this. Hello, 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 hello. 여러분 안녕하세요. This is your kink of friend, Rome or Handoju. And welcome to the show. Welcome to Kinka, King of K-Drama, a podcast for language learners. Yes, 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 here we go again. Yeah, how is that? I mean, how is that as an intro? Did you like it? Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. Like, because, yeah, that's me, you know. I, I, I know you know that it's me. It's not somebody else. I, I didn't take audio from the show. It, it's me. I... picked up a script that I like and then recorded it and yeah because because it's fun anyway for today's episode we will be talking about episodes 5 up to episode 8 of the k-drama Chung Chun Gi Rok or record of youth all right so I have already watched episodes 5 to 8 just last week and it was quite fun I actually enjoyed watching this series as compared to, well, nothing, because this month, this is the only K-drama that I am watching, and yeah, like I said, may, did I already say it, but yeah, I, I'm only trying to watch one episode per day, and that's like how I process things right now. I don't like binging, I mean, sometimes it's... kind of fun binging especially if you have a lot of time and like you're on vacation and you've got nothing else to do but that is just not my style so yeah anyway for today's episode so we're gonna change it a little bit because the last week uh, i was doing it in the way uh it was per episode so story and then language stuff and then another episode story and language stuff but This week, I'm doing it differently, so the first half of the show will be discussing about the story and some of my observations, and then the other half of the episode will be about language and culture. So, how, how is that? Does that sound okay? Yeah, I think it seems okay. Not bad, right? So, that's, that's how we're going to do Okay, so let's start with the story side of things. Uh, what what happened from episodes 5 to 8. Okay, so what happened, as I remember from episode 5, this is when we got to know more about the story of Hejun's mother. Like how she got to work in Heyo's house. I mean, yeah. So that was quite deep. And then uh, I've seen the comparison between these two families. Like, a rich family and then 
a not so rich family. Like if, if you remember last week we discussed gold spoon and dirt spoon. So these two types of family were kind of being compared in terms of yeah w- when they had this family gathering. So on the side of Hejun, what was the reason they were gathering? Uh, was this because Kyungjun was going to move? Yeah, I think they gathered because Kyungjun was going to move out. And as for Heo's family, um, they were celebrating. They were celebrating Hena getting into law school, those kinds of things. And yeah, and as you can see, there's actually a difference in the dynamics. Somehow, I, I would say that it's more happy, more organic. The relationship is more organic in Hejun's house as compared to Heo's house that is, well, kind of, there's some tension and, well, they're not really a perfect family. You know, they're rich, but they're not like a f- perfect family. And also, it was here in this epi- fifth episode where Hejun confessed to liking Sodom. Yeah, did, did you expect that? That he would confess as early as this? That's just episode 5, you know? Uh, I, I didn't count the days or the weeks based on the story, but it's like it wasn't so long since the time that Hejun got to know Sodom. So yeah, but I think liking, yeah, it could happen in a month maybe. I, but then, yeah, and then dating. But, you know, there's this fact that Hejun actually just got out of a relationship not too long ago. Or, was it too long ago? Uh, there's, I don't know if there's a time re- reference. I, I, I guess I didn't notice that, but, yeah. So, is that possible? Do you think that's possible that you're, like, an actor or a model turned actor and then you'll be having a relationship with someone, a fan, perhaps, a fan, and then this fan becomes your makeup artist in one of your shows, and then you got to know her, and then you'll get into a relationship. Is that something possible in real life, do you think? As for me, I don't know. In the Philippines, I don't think so, because usually... It's celebrities and celebrities who get together, in my opinion. But it's it's like it, it's not super impossible, but the chances, the odds, I think are so low. But well, this is a drama, so you know we can fantasize a little bit. And what else happened in these during this time? In season, uh, in episode six, suddenly. This is the time that we also got to see that Heo is suddenly interested in Jongha. So I'm thinking, is Heo really interested in Jongha? Or is it because originally he thought that Jongha was his fan and then he got to know that no, actually Jongha is Hejun's fan. So it's kind of, I'm thinking like maybe because now that he know that Jongha is Hejun's fan and that Jongha likes Hejun that maybe he he felt something incomplete in him and then suddenly he wanted to get Jongha's attention so that's something that's 
running at the back of my mind because I don't know. I think I think somehow that's how things work. Like, for example, if so, we're talking about relationship here. Okay, like for for me, for example. So if I know a person, and then I start to. I mean, I I come to know that that person likes this person, and not me. So the tendency is I try to compete for that person's attention. Well, not not exactly me, because that's not exactly my character. But I, I'm thinking that somehow Heyo is in this position. So maybe I, I'm not sure. And also in this episode, the confrontation between Minje and Tesu was quite cool. I mean, because Tesu is this, what what is he? An agent, but now he has a a high position in what's the what's the name of the agency? Agent Entertainment, something like that. A Entertainment, Agent Entertainment. But yeah, so and he was kind of hard on Minja, but then uh, I kind of feel for Tesu somehow, even though he's kind of evil. In a way, he's portrayed as somebody bad, but his his he's coming from a point where he's he said he actually said this that Minje and Hejun left him. That's why he's kind of angry towards them. So there's actually a lot of backstory here, and uh, we we don't really get to see the whole of Tesu's being. So uh, since I have been taking this uh, analysis class, uh, theater analysis class on empathy. So I'm trying to empathize with villains in this show. And I've kind of feel for Tesu somehow. Right. Uh, what, what else? What else happened? Father-son relationships. Mm, I don't know what to say about here but it's just in my notes father-son relationships maybe this is the relationship between Hejun and his father and then Hejun's father and then the grandfather I'm sorry I, I'm not taking notes of the names of the father and the grandfather but I, I think the grandfather's name is Mingi Mingi for the father I forgot it's not in my notes I don't know but yeah, relationships between father and son. Here in this show, it's kind of complicated, but because uh, Hejun's father is, is Hejun's father is not too friendly toward him. Maybe because he's got the looks and he doesn't, and maybe he's envious somehow. But so, so I, I can look at it in that way. But I can also think like maybe. Hejun's father is really just sincerely concerned about Hejun's future. And because of this traditions in Korea, like, Hejun really has to go to the military service already. But he's not going because he's still pursuing this acting career. So, yeah, his, his dad somehow has a point to be angry, I think. But too much on getting angry really i think it's something that they could discuss like in a friendly way instead of you know being too much too obsessed with controlling the life of his son so something like that yeah it's 
it's actually uh yeah the relationship dynamics is actually good as for heyo however we haven't seen that we haven't seen much relationship between heyo and his father it's more of heyo and his mother that's more like what we have been seeing until now and then episode seven what's this so actually in these four episodes so Hejun and Jongha are already dating and I'm very interested in the exchanges between Hejun and Jongha because they are using each other's words against I wouldn't say against each other but that's the term that's on my mind right now like Hejun would say these words to Jongha and then later on Jongha will also throw the same lines to Hejun is that how relationships work is that I don't know and then on my notes I don't know why I put this on my note but on my notes I said why do people kiss why do people kiss uh, <laughs> this is a funny question to be honest I have no answer for this why do people kiss it's so I think it's a way to show affection and yeah why else should I share about my first kiss no that's a secret because I, I was so young when I had my first kiss and no, 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 no. Yeah, th that's not the story we're telling here. We're talking about Record of Youth. So, yeah. Because this is when they had their first kiss on the show. This is episode 7. And do I have a comment on how they kiss? Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's the normal way that people kiss in Asian dramas. So, yeah, no comment. Just that <laughs> and then also it was in this episode when Hejun got casted on the mini tv drama was that how they said it mini series gateway and then he was he was to work with Eonsu. i'm not sure if i got the name right but yeah it's like in the show she's a very prominent actress and actually, this actress is... I don't know her real name. But she was also the lead for the K-drama called Beauty Inside. So the K-drama, the TV series, not the movie. So she was also the lead in that show. And yeah, she's actually super good. And I haven't seen... What's this? Is it Hospital Playlist? But she's also there. That one. So yeah, this is kind of going interesting for Hejun because he's getting more projects and then he has a relationship with Jongha so it's quite good like it's somehow on episode 7 we are at an impression that everything is going well for Hejun and this is when I'm feeling kind of sad for Heyo because Heyo is he likes Jongha but then Jungha likes Hejun and also Hejun is getting projects. Heyo is well he he still has a lot, but you know, when Hejun suddenly is getting this amount of success, I wonder how Heyo feels, right? 
So yeah, and then episode eight, what happened here? I think it's just a continuation of what was going on, the plot of episode seven. Uh, how did episode eight end? Uh, well, I, I think episode eight ended in a way that Jonga is now giving a fight, like she is not letting her superior like trash talk her or uh use power tripping against her so she's gonna fight so that's kind of an interesting development in the story because well yeah i mean she has a strong character so i don't really understand why she was very timid in the beginning because yeah i've seen her as strong independent and can fight for herself that kind of type but yeah she's now acting with that character i mean using that character so kind of interesting in terms of the storyline going forward and we don't know what's gonna happen next especially for hejun's project and for the their relationship i've actually Okay, so in the background, there's actually, I think there are people having parties somewhere in my neighbor. So they're like, whoa, they have energy. I wish I had the same energy as well while I'm doing this podcast. If not, yeah. But anyway, I'm trying my best to have energy, okay? All right, there are other things that I have observed in this K-drama that, well, it's not exactly related to the story, but more of some observations about the little things So one thing that I have observed is the usage of Bluetooth earphones. So the usage of Bluetooth earphones. Why do I think this is interesting? Because this is when Hejun and Jungha were walking together. And then I think Hejun asked Jungha if, if she wanted to listen to music. And then they used the earphones. Why do I find this interesting? Because in the past... We're using wired earphones, right? So when we listen to music together with another person, we will be using... I mean, we'll be putting the earphones to our ears that are close to each other. Okay, can you picture that? So to using the ears that are close to each other, especially when we are walking side by side. But then I noticed that here, instead of doing that, they put the earphones on the their ears that are on the outer outer side so i think it's functional in a way because if you do that then when you talk you can still hear each other much more easily because the ear that's between the two of you is not preoccupied by an earphone yeah is that a weird observation I, I really liked it. So, yeah, I'm just saying that, yeah, that's right. When we we'll listen to music together with another person, the Bluetooth earphones come in handy instead of using a wired one. Because a wired one limits you to listening. I, either you can put it on the outer ears, but then you you would have to sit really close to each other. But then if you're walking, I, I think... That's kind of close, impossible to do unless the wires of your earphones are really long. Yeah. So the weird observations that I have. And yeah, there's actually another thing that's 
I wanted to point out, this is the first time that I've seen a watch for the blind. H- have you seen something like that before? A watch for the blind? Yeah, because Zhang Ha is wearing one, was wearing one. When they were in the cinema watching a movie before the start of the movie, they were checking the time. And then that's when Zhang Ha showed her watch and her watch look different from the watch that we all know and yeah she said that it was a watch for the blind i what i haven't seen one in real life and i also didn't research about it just yet but it's interesting i didn't know that there's something like that and also there's a line that jonga said about that uh where was that Ah, okay. In it was in episode seven, uh, six. She said, "I want to live a life that teaches me how others feel." Well, well, that's kind of good, right? Also, another thing that I wanted to say that we the people would have noticed in this K drama would be the exercise parks. Uh, with the exercise parks, actually, in the entire Korea, whichever city or whatever whatever region you're in or whatever town you're in usually there are exercise parks and it's usually populated by uh, i wouldn't say middle-aged people or elders but yeah everyone uses it even kids depending on the location i guess but it's interesting that they have exercise parks everywhere and yeah it's like promoting health promoting fitness to everyone We don't have that in the Philippines. I wish we had. But then we... Well, we we actually don't have a lot of parks. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what else? What are the other observations that I have? Uh, by the way, while we're at it, because I, I can still hear the people talking in my background and I'm just continuing to record this because well I, i didn't want to cut the momentum but if if you've been distracted i'm really sorry about that but yeah I, i'm just going on and i'll see if i can do something about the noise like process during the post editing yeah but if you're hearing it that i hope it's okay uh next time i'll try to record at a time when people are asleep But then it's actual 11. It's almost midnight here. And yeah, I, I guess nowadays people are just awake late at night. And yeah, so it, it's just going like this. But yeah, well, that's okay. No big deal. Okay, so that's about the story and some of the observations that I wanted to point out. Uh, there's another thing, but okay, I, I'll say it anyway because this can't wait for next week. Another topic that I wanted to point out here is naming, Korean names. Okay, so what do I want to tell you about Korean names? Uh, okay, so let's start with Hejun's family. I forgot the name of the mother and the father, but let's look at Hejun and his brother. So their last name is Sa. I think it's kind of... Not a very popular last name, I think. Well, I, I don't know a lot of people with that last name. So, for me, it's not popular. 
but yeah, so his the lead's role is Sa Hae Jun, and his brother is Sa Kyung Jun. Sa Kyung Jun. Notice that they both have Jun in their names. Okay, get it? So Sa Hae Jun, Sa Kyung Jun. Usually siblings are like this. So they have, of course, they have the same last name, and then Koreans have. Normally, Koreans normally have two syllable first names. So Hejun and then Kyungjun. And for siblings, when parents name their kids, they normally want their children to have one similar syllable. That's why for Kyungjun and Hejun, the similar syllable is Jun. Okay, normally that's like how they do it. You would also notice it in Heyo's family. I don't know Heyo's last name, but Heyo, and then his sister is Hena. So the similar character for them is He. Okay, are we cool with that? Yeah. So just uh, naming stuff. Yeah. Also, I don't know why they did it in this way. I mean, the names of the characters are like. They, ha- they you could give meanings to to their names like Sa Hae Jun, right? So Jung has said it quite a lot of times, like Sa Hae Jun, Sa Hae Jun da, Sa Hae Juda, to forgive. Okay, so I uh, I don't think that the parents of Hae Jun gave him that name, thinking of that meaning, Sa Hae Jun, Sa Hae Jun da. Uh, I don't think that's the way, because normally. The meaning of the name is in the Chinese character, the Hanja of their names, like He Jun. So He has a Chinese character, Jun has a Chinese character, He Jun. So the meaning normally would come from that. But in Chongchun Girok, in Record of Youth, they are using the last name together and joking around using that, like Sa He Jun, Sa He Jun Da. And that's the same with Anjongha. Anjongha. Anjong is actually like stability or composure. So Anjongha. So or to be calm, something like that. So it's it's fun that they're doing that with names. Well, it's also the same with Heyo. Ah, yeah. I think Heyo's last name is Won. Won. Yeah, Won Heyo. Won Heyo. Like, do you want it? Do you want something? Or something like that. I, I remember. Because Jongha used that in the first episode. Wonheyo. So yeah, it's kind of interesting that they're playing with the names of their characters. Yeah, just wanted to say that. Okay, we'll be having a quick break. And then we'll be talking about the language part. Alright, that was actually a two-day break for me, but yeah, here I am again. And now we're going to discuss the language part for episodes 5 to 8 of Chongchun Girok, Record of Youth. So there's a number of things that I wanted to share, but I'm going to limit it in the interest of time. You know, we don't have unlimited time. Well, maybe we do, but I don't, and my voice cannot handle really long recordings 
as you would have noticed in the previous re episode that I have published. But yeah. Okay, so uh, I want to start this part with this phrase, which was said both by Hejun and Jung Ha. The phrase is, So let's get this um, word by word or part by part. So let's begin with, I will believe you, although you is implied so i will believe and it has a nun so mido julke nun nun is a subject or topic marker so in this way this phrase mido julke nun will mean um the phrase i will believe you or saying i will believe you and then the next part minnge anijana anijana is it's not and i have already mentioned jana last week okay so minnenge this is the jiran form of the verb to believe minnenge so believing so if you look at the whole phrase midojukenen minnenge ani jana so saying that you will believe me or somebody is not the same as actually believing so literally that is what it is but on netflix it was translated as it's the same as saying that you don't so for context um hejun told jung ha that he will believe her or he will trust her and so in response jung ha said saying that you will believe me is not the same as actually believing me cool all right so this format can actually i mean this sentence structure can actually be used with a lot of other words like for example love so 사랑해 줄게는 사랑하는 게 아니잖아 so saying that you love saying that you will love me is not the same as you actually loving me okay okay so that's it those words are actually pretty common. I mean, this phrase, the only, if you're new to Korean, the only new word for you should be mitta, to believe. But if, if you've been watching a lot of Korean dramas, you probably already heard a lot of people say, na no mida. So I believe you. Or or other variations. There's a lot of other variations for that. But yeah, midoyo, I believe you. Okay, another one here that I wanted to share with you is the phrase. Um, okay, this was said by Kyungjun or Hejun or somebody else. I'm not sure. Anyway, the phrase is Sagi kundri chincha marcharanda. Okay, you get this, right? Sagikundri, this is not new to you if you've been studying Korean for a while. Sagikundri is actually con artists. Sagi is to deceive. So, people who deceive are con artists, okay? Sagikundri, con artists. 
And then the predicate of the sentence is 진짜 말 잘한다. So 진짜 really or super or it intensifies the intensity of whatever it is describing. And then 말 잘한다. So my words, 잘한다, to do well or to be excellent at. So con artists are really good with words. So if you look at it that way, I mean, if you try to translate it that way, it might seem like, oh, these are very simple words. But then these are actually translated beautifully on Netflix. It was translated as con artists are extremely persuasive. So instead of saying con artists are really good with words, we have here con artists are extremely persuasive. Mar charanda. So good with words. But yeah, what are you good with words for? People who are good with words use words to persuade other people. Yeah? Okay, I, I think you're hearing the something. Let me drink water first. Okay, you heard that, right? Anyway, let's continue. Okay, this one is a word that I really wanted to share because it's a super new word to me and originally I thought it's just a name of a place. But then when I l- searched it up, on Naver, I found out that this word is actually, well, it actually has a historical significance in a way. Okay, so what is the word? The word is kolatek. Kolatek. So, this one was spoken by Hejun's father, I think. Hejun's father was asking the grandfather. So he said, And this was translated as, Did you go clubbing? And I was quite confused when I saw this because I'm sure is not the same as clubbing. So I was thinking, okay, so maybe is the name of the place. But then when I looked it up, it actually isn't. And this is a noun uh, with the combined words cola from, you know what, that carbonated drink that we all know, cola. And then tech from discotech or discotech. How, how do you pronounce that? Discotech, right? So cola and discotech. The reason for this being combined was in 1990s, um, they, as a, I, I think, as a part of marketing, they were selling cola in the discotheque. Originally, the purpose of that place is for people to socialize at and, well, to go clubbing. Yeah, but nowadays, in the modern times, rather than the youth, it is actually the old people that frequent this place. So, cola so did you go clubbing? Yeah, I, I think this will only apply to old people these days because only the elders are frequenting this place nowadays. So, Kolatek, okay? Okay, 
Another thing I, I think that has a very interesting cultural implication is this phrase. Okay, this is an exchange between Hejun and Jongha. Hejun said, Igo myotsaltea. And so Hejun was asking, When was this? Or how old were you during this time? He was actually pointing at Jongha's picture, baby picture. And, well, this was when Hejun visited Jongha's house. And Jongha replied, saying, And I, I didn't know what this phrase meant until I looked at the subtitle. And it was translated as, Just after my first birthday. So if you look at this phrase, there's the word Dol. Which I think originally means, I don't know, like a rock. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kidding. So for, for me, when I first saw Tor, I, I thought rock something. And then Jinasore, to pass or to go over, to go after, something like that. So when, when I first saw this, I thought, okay, so it means after Tor. And that was weird to me it didn't mean anything to me and i looked it up and found out that door is a single word for the first birthday okay so dolchinasore so after the first birthday so that's new to me i am not sure if i'm going to use that word ever again but at least right now if i ever hear this word again i would know what it means. Okay, so first birthday could be door. Uh, okay, let's talk about that. I mean, let's go deeper with this one because Koreans are one year old the moment they are born. Okay, so uh, about birthdays and birth years and stuff. Uh, all of us people, we stay in our mother's womb for nine months, right? And then, normally, if we are born on the day we are born, that's our birthday, it is on the following year that we become one-year-old. But for Koreans, the moment they are born, that's already counted as one. And then, they change their age on the first of the year. So, for example, if... I was born in December 1, so I'm already one year old on that day. And then by the 1st of January, the following year, I would already be two year old. But with international calculations, I'm only a month old. Okay, that's, uh, that's quite fascinating and... So, therefore, if you ask Koreans about their age, they would normally ask you to clarify what you're asking, whether you're asking for their international age or for their Korean age. But uh, I don't know the convention for this. Like, if a foreigner asks them their age, do they naturally say their international age or do they first mention their Korean age? I have no idea which they say right away but uh, i think it's 
it's usually that they clarify first what you're asking or if they don't clarify they will give you two answers saying that this is my korean edge and this is my international edge okay so yeah all of us if if you are going to calculate our korean edge most of us will be at least a year older some two years older okay so yeah i just wanted to share that because i think that's interesting Mm, yeah okay uh this one i've already mentioned on the story discussion part but i I wanted to say it again this is when jung has said that she wanted to live a life that teaches her how others feel and the phrase in korean is Okay, the words here are common words. Ta'in. Uh, Ta'in is others. Um, another word for others is nam. I'm actually not sure when to use, I mean, how to distinguish when to use nam and ta'in. But they're, I, I think they're used interchangeably but maybe yeah i think they're used interchangeably taine and then kamjong feelings emotions kongam hanen is kongam to like empathize kongamada to empathize I, I think that's the word empathize or sympathize and then sarmer sarm life sargoshipo i want to live so it, this one is quite easy. I mean, I, I don't have to discuss it one by one, li- really. And yeah, I, I think you just have to take down notes, this this one. Because, well, yeah, it, it's kind of simple. And it's a phrase that you can actually use. I mean, if you're trying to impress somebody, maybe. Yeah, somebody. And that somebody is Korean, of course. If... You're trying to impress somebody who's not Korean and you're speaking Korean and using this phrase. Uh, I, I don't know how that would get you, but yeah. All right. And then this one. Okay. No, I, I'll skip this one because this one is actually easy. Let's go for a difficult one. Okay. This interchange between Minje and Hejun. So Minje and Hejun were in a coffee shop. And they were talking about the drink they were having. And Minja's drink was actually, I think it was very refreshing, even by just by the looks of it. And then she said, And then laughed. And this was translated as, How delightful, right? And I looked at it, and, oh, the words are visual, that's visual. Chugichi, yeah, sorry, chugichi ansumnika. Okay, the pronunciation seems weird. Visual chugichi ansumnika. Okay, yeah, that's the right pronunciation. So, isn't the visual killing something like that, or isn't it a killer visual? Yeah, I think a killer visual would work better. But 
this is translated as how delightful, right? So, meaning the killer visual uh, means it's a wonderful sight. So, that's why it was translated as how delightful. So, don't worry if 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 you're seeing the words kill or to die in Korean sentences because definitely it it's not something harmful when they say that uh, i mean at least not all the time and hejun replied chuginda like it kills or it's causing death or i'm dead something like that if you take it by the word not understanding the context but yeah it's it's you can say it's a killer so isn't it a killer visual it's a killer so something like that yeah um did i explain that well maybe because well I, i've never used this kinds of phrases uh i think it takes a different level to feel comfortable using these phrases on a casual basis yeah that rhymed this one is okay there's just one word that i wanted to point out here but the phrase is simple 잘생긴 게 카피야 잘생긴 게 카피야 being handsome is the ultimate something like that being handsome is the topmost or the greatest the word that i wanted to point out here is cup uh i've only encountered this word like when i first watched uh chongchun gero i didn't know cup before i mean there might be other meanings to cup but here cup is the top the greatest the highest like when you're comparing two things it's the dominant thing so being handsome is the ultimate and actually cup so it being the ultimate meaning there's a subordinate right and that word is okay so cup and okay i'm reaching this point when my voice is already hoarse because it's night time but anyway so i wanted to point this out because it's translated as nothing can beat a handsome face and while I agree with the translation, the cultural implication of this one is that, yeah, we still value the looks over other things. Uh, that's true. I think that's true. Because presentation is the most important for in business or in other matters. So, yeah, the looks really matter. Although, I, I wish people would go beyond that. Like, you know, put some some thought into the effort that was done or the skills rather than just having a handsome face. But yeah, I understand that in the entertainment industry, that's how it works. Maybe. Most. Mostly. Some people, maybe they they have a talent first. And then the handsome face. And then others, handsome face. And then the talent. Anyway, it's not like 
it's exclusive or anything, but yeah. Okay, lastly, this is the last phrase or the last vocabulary. 안물안공이다. 안물안공이다. Okay, this is very <laughs> simple, but it's funny. And yeah, I think this is an old phrase, but it feels like it's a young phrase, but it's not. I don't know. Young phrase? Is that a word? I mean, a uh, contemporary phrase. Yeah. An mur an kung. An being not. Okay? Not. An means not here. And then mur. Mur is the shortened form of muroboda. To ask. Or mutta. To ask. An mur. So, not asking. Angung. Angung. So, gung here is the first syllable of kungum hada. Kungum hada. To be curious. So, not asking, not curious. And this was translated as I never asked and I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's how it was translated. And yeah, I think it's true. But um, maybe in the old times, people would say, I don't know and I don't care. And it's literally the same. Yeah, they're literally the same meaning. And yeah. So far, how is this episode? Did you like it? My voice is hoarse again. I didn't mean to reach this point of getting a hoarse voice. I'll do better next time and maybe record at an earlier time. I mean, not late at night because maybe it's the night time that, that is making my voice hoarse just like this. And I'm sorry if it's, it's annoying if this kind of voice is annoying to you. It is also annoying to me. But yeah, thank you very much for listening up to this point and I will see you again next week. Yes, thank you very much. 감사합니다. 안녕히 계세요. 다음에 봐요.